podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with my man, Lee Judges in the building, and also Julian here, our last show before Christmas. Um, so listen, Merry Christmas to both of you all. Uh, to you, Julian. Merry Christmas. You, know, you, you Merry turned Christmas. up late, but you, yeah, you turned up late. Well, I was told to no, get really eleven. Turned up late. It's two minutes to eleven. No, he's told the show starts. Uh, Our transmission time you, is at. You didn't use the word transmission time. You said we're starting at eleven. But what time did you get here last week? I got here before you, I think. Um, yeah, about half, half 10. ten. Right. And what time did you get here the week before? About quarter two. Right. So now all of a sudden now you turn up after just after eleven, right? Right, and then all of a sudden now, that's, yeah, that's the, the right running. time. Yeah. You turned out to, did yeah, that yeah. The, the previous times. Uh, it was defined when I should get here. You said the other times, get here at this time, I get here at that time. But now I understand if you say 11, I'll get here at quarter did two. You, or have you ever past. told him to get here at half 10, Rob? No. No, no. I would do exactly what I'm told. I'm very obedient. I'm very <laughs> yeah, punctual. Right. Yeah, right. Only you to are. your missus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, <laughs> uh, we're going to be asking the question today, seeing as it is Christmas, who is going to be top the Christmas number one? No, I'm not talking about the ch music charts. I'm talking about the Premier League. Who is going to be top at Christmas? Because there is a statistic going around that says majority of times, even though it didn't turn out last year, majority of times the team that's number one at Christmas goes on to win the league. Um, so who's going to be number one at Christmas? Will it be Aston Villa? Will it be Liverpool or will it be Arsenal? Some really significant games this weekend, especially Arsenal going to Anfield to take on Liverpool. But just before we get into that, I wanted to first of all ask you guys about um, some of the news that's been breaking mm. today about the uh, European Super League. Um, we all remember the Super League, like all fans went into absolute meltdown. It wasn't all fans. Well, yeah, the majority of fans went into absolute meltdown when they found out <clears throat> that the uh, owners of the big six um, clubs, well, I'm talking about here in the UK, were planning to break away and form this new Super League um, where there'd be no relegation um, you'd be automatically in it every single year. And of course, Arsenal were one of those clubs and the fans were in uproar. There were protests and everything. And eventually it got reversed. And one of the things um, that happened was is uh, UEFA and also FIFA said to a lot of the clubs that, you know, if you join that, and even threatened players, didn't they? They said, mm. if you go and play in that league, you can't play for your country. You can't play for this. You can't do this. You can't do that. That was appealed by the guys who were trying to set the Super League up. And we all know, know what happened sort of after that, like all of the clubs withdrew from the Super League and they, you know, the fans got a big victory over that. Um, but it was appealed by the guys who were trying to set the Super League up. And today a ruling has come out that that law, that, that um, banning of the Super League was unlawful which opens the door for them to be able to try and do the Super League again, which they've already made, you know, made it clear that they will be trying to do. Now, I don't know how it's going to affect, you know, like uh, clubs like Arsenal, because effectively over here, there was a charter um, written up that says that, you know, um, Premier League in the Premier League charter, they can't join it. There was uh, also, 
you know, we're getting a regulator coming in who's already said that, you know, clubs wouldn't be able to just drop out and join a Super League. But I was thinking to myself today, what if that Super League gets off the ground, right? And it's going successfully. I don't care what sort of ruling they got here. All those clubs are going to want to get back in it. So I don't think this Super League thing is dead. And I don't know, I want to get your guys' opinion on it because even, you know, they took a piece that Super League thing they're changing the Champions League up in next year. Mm. So, you know, whereas like, say for instance, we've just played six games in qualification, next year it's going to be like eight games where you're playing this little mini league and stuff like that. That's all done to appease it. But where do you guys stand on it? I mean, Lee, where do you, we, we could have this Super League thing again. Well, we've, we've always said, you know, in, in discussions, it's never been dead. It's always been in the background and it still is and it always will be. I, I, I see what, everything's coming from that and all that but one of the main reasons that it stopped was the fans the fans revolted against it like you know and I still think the fans still will have their say in this you know uh, and the major majority of us fans don't want it like mm. you know I can see the reasons why the clubs want it financially more so if I'll be really honest the, the, the teams from, from Europe because they haven't got the financial exactly, clout yeah. that we've got with the Premier League. So they'll they're, they're, they're be desperate more for it. The fact is, if and the worry from the English club's point of view is that if those teams do do it and we don't, then we could be left behind. And that's, that's where the problem lies, I think. Like, but yeah. I think from the fans' point of view, I think that, yeah, I think that there was loads of things in it, but there was a massive uproar from the fans, not just from... Are not from the teams that weren't in it. I think that was more important. You know, mm. like teams like say Everton, Aston Villa, are big clubs that weren't in it. Obviously, they made uproar, but the clubs that made the uproar were Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City. Those clubs that were in it, even you know, even Spurs. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how they even get in it, but they do. They 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 um made the uproar, and I think that was a big clout and a big big saying yeah. it. There was one person that I could remember at the time, the only person that I could remember at the time, that was a big fan of the Super League and he sat right over there right now. <laughs> Julia, you were a big fan of the Super League. You went against the grain on it, didn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't say I was, I was a big fan, but I saw it for what it was. The negatives, I thought, was that from the PR perspective, they didn't think it out. So this idea of no relegation mm. was wrong because it's not competitive. And I think what fans need is the the danger of relegation and the and also fans that are, teams that are not in it you need the excitement of being able to get into something so if it's a closed shop there's no competitive nature because if you lose what's the big deal and if you win when you're out of well, it see, that's what they what's wanted the big, it though because you can't drop out of it correct so it means that like you know if you're one of those big clubs you're guaranteed that revenue yeah, yeah. every single year like american football yeah, yeah whereas at the moment you know suppose you don't qualify for the champions league well, you know? well absolutely but that was for me i saw that as as the first draft and things could have been amended but what you have is a dictatorship UA from FIFA to organisations that in the past, not saying now, um, have been proven to be absolutely corrupt. And what they've got, you have the Super League anyway. As Lee said, the Super League is coming. It's just who's going to be controlling that. And what FIFA and UEFA did very skillfully was very quickly turn the fans against it. And it was the fan revolt that turned the clubs. But something that Vinay said at the time that I totally bought into, he said, the train was leaving the station and we needed to be on it. And ultimately, 
if Arsenal had... In hadn't... secret. Yes, and, and I, I said that they got the PR perspective absolutely wrong. But if the Super League had gone ahead and Arsenal hadn't been in it, we'd have been dead because ultimately, and I know you've, you've disagreed with this, but for me, the reality of football is it's based around money. Now, yep. the Super League is happening as far as I'm concerned. You know, talking about bringing it in in secret, what is the European, you know, the Champions League? It is the Super League just under a different name and they're moving it more towards a league rather than a knockout cup competition, yeah, which is why they're, why they're expanding it. So it's not a case of, oh, do we want the Super League, yes or no? It's, do we want a Super League run by UEFA or do we want a new, fresh organisation running it? Ultimately, it's coming because the majority of fans aren't those that are in, in the grounds. The majority of revenue that comes for football is from broadcasters. Now, the average fan, and I'm talking about people that are just supporters of the team, not necessarily in the stadiums, they'd probably rather watch Arsenal play Barcelona than Sheffield United play Nottingham Forest. That's just the reality of broadcast revenues. So for me, it's coming anyway. So you've got a choice. And that's why I wasn't so against it, because it's here, whether you like it or not what as a fan. The, what about the game? What about the the actual game in this country? You know what I mean? The pyramids where, you know, you can have a Luton town come all the way through the divisions and now be playing in the Premier League. You know what I mean? They, you know, what, seven, eight, ten years ago, they nearly went out of business. They've come all the way through the divisions and you know now they're in the Premier League. Even in Spain at the moment, Girona have come from nowhere and have been you know um, last week they were top of the league. I, I think Real Madrid might be back on top now, but you know Girona, what they've done, you lose that, don't you? You lose that whole element of competition. It can't just be about the big boys, right? The, you know what I mean? Even though we are luckily one of those big boys, but it can't just be about that. Football is about more. Yes, money obviously now plays a major, major part in football. But football's got to be a bit more about, you know, just money. What about the fans? What about the... And that's why you had the revolt. Nobody consulted the fans. All right, yeah, you could say it was a PR thing, but even even with all even like this Champions League format, yeah. you know, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, they've got that coming in. They've also, I don't know if you saw this week, they announced the club, this yeah, sort of new um, format that FIFA are going to be doing. World Club. Where yeah, yeah. World Club, which they're going to play at the end of a season. So they're bringing it in anyway. And so, so to me, like, and I heard Bernardo Silva saying it this week because obviously Man City are playing in the World Club Cup. And he's like, yeah, we're, we're not robots. We, no. we can't play all these games. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no consideration for the players and there's no consideration for uh, the fans. It's just a bunch, bunch of suits that are sitting thinking we can make more, more, and more, more, more and more and more and more money and they're just going to ruin these players. The, 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 the other thing is, uh, which you, you, I, I've totally agree with what smaller comes from, will you define me what's a big club? Why, why, why have um, Tottenham and Arsenal got the right to be in it than not Aston Villa, who are a massive club? You know what I mean? Like, who uh, have won a Champions League, if you like, and all that, like, you know? And, and, and the biggest thing for me going on to the Champions League with experience... What what has what has it really excited you about the Champions League this year? I'll tell you what's excited me: the draw this this week when it becomes a knockout, like the the league system and all that. I don't really watch other games in it and all that because it's you know Man City are going to top their group, you know Bayern Munich are going to top their group, you know it, it 
it gets exciting when it becomes a knockout competition, you know. But the reason it's not a knockout competition is because it doesn't make enough money. Like, you know, if you go out now in the last 16, why? It's a big, big thing, isn't it? Like, you've, you're losing loads, loads of money. It, it's not about, we were talking about this last week, you know, winning a game in, in the Champions League gives you two, two million pounds and all that. that it's more than the more, FA Cup. It's more than the FA Cup. It's more important to, to get the money side of it than, than, than actually go and win it, win it and all that. Like. And for fans, I, I don't care. I don't know how, how yeah, if it, I, I get excited about going to to Liverpool away or, or something like that. You know, every other week flying up, flying somewhere like Spain, Portugal, yeah, where financially. It's, it's not about us. Uh, oh, no, I know it's not, and, but and like, that's the reality. And that's the reality of it. And you know but what's going to happen? Is like, you know what will happen eventually? Those games will end up you know, being played in Saudi. Yeah, being okay. played in, in, in the that's US. That's what will happen wherever the big money is in the 100%. US. I mean, they're literally trying to. What I, what I look with the Super League and even with the Champions League, right? And you made a, the one thing is, right? And I'm going to give you respect because he was at the time saying he was for it, right? But the one thing what he just said is so true is that basically, you away from FIFA, they, they were smart. They used the fans in a way I feel, right? Because obviously the fans were in uproar because we heard about no relegation and nobody consulted us and all that, and right? But also they weren't really when they were sort of saying it like we're with the fans we're backing they weren't really they were with protecting what they've got cool. and, and, right? because they want it to be run by UEFA and yeah. FIFA when you think about it why can't another organisation come in and start running it if that organisation is going to look after the fans and look after the players and look and, after and, the competition and, and imagine- but the problem is it's just all about money but at it's the all, moment. It's always going to be about money, whether UEFA run it or whether a new organisation run it. And to answer your question, what defines a big club? Now, there's all different criteria what defines a big club. As far as the Super League's concerned, why did they not choose Aston Villa? And why did they choose Arsenal? And the reason being, in my view, was that Arsenal can command bigger revenues as as regards broadcasting um, viewership and the more people that are watching the more sponsorship they can get the more adverts they can sell in between so that that is that it's exactly money I'm not saying that it's right I'm not sitting here saying this is the the right way to go I'm just saying these are the reasons behind it and this is the reality of football and to answer your question about you know is it fair that you don't have teams like Luton coming up um, this kind of football yes it's I completely agree it's unfair but the way that I envisaged that it was going to happen is it wasn't going to be instead of the Premier League it's going to be as well as and what happens is is that the more money that comes into teams like Arsenal the bigger the squads that they can have but it has a knock on effect on it? It, because, it it has because... a knock on effect that it, it lowers the that probably the team that will play in the Premier League won't be of the same standard as the team that plays in the the equivalent of the Champions League or the Super League. Because there'd be more money. Because as we was reminded last week when you was telling us about the two and a half million for winning that game. Yeah, but however, this is what can happen, and ultimately, you just want to see the standards increase and your team do as well as as they can. The, if Arsenal were to be getting significantly more money, they could have the money for two really amazing teams. 
So, so, this, so, this so, they could have, so they could have the squad to play in both competitions to a higher standard. This is starting to be like the NFL. Yes. Yeah. When you watch yeah. the NFL, right? I watch the NFL and I, I like it. You'd be watching the NFL and really, you've just got teams playing each other each week and it don't really mean nothing until you get to the playoffs. Yeah. And you get to yep. the playoffs and then the Super Bowl final. But it's just, just generating money hand over fist yep. every week. And, you know, but what happened, what's, the differences with the NFL is that you just got that NFL just on for a small part of the year and that's it. But with, you know, football in this country, and this is what will be the knock-on effect of a Super League, and even this new format in the Champions League, right, is what we saw last night, and we're going to talk about that now, actually, but what we saw last night with team selection in the League Cup, in the, in the Carabao Cup, what we see every year with team selections in the FA Cup until it gets right down to the end. Those competitions, I'll say it now, if the Super League comes in, or even with this new Champions League format, and if they bring in this world club thing that FIFA are doing, basically, I feel that those competitions in the next 10 years, curtains. Yeah, I, I agree. Curtains for, curtains for the Carabao Cup. It's already been like that. Curtains for the, for the Cup. FA Cup, right? Honestly, like, like I, I looked at it last night, West Ham, right? West Ham, Playing Liverpool, we was all hoping that, you know, it'd be a pretty taxing night for Liverpool. It was a very easy night for them. They won 5-1. West Ham, who haven't won a trophy in year. Well, they won the uh, conference league, but a domestic trophy. 50 years? Since, since 1980. Since 1980 was the last time they won a domestic trophy. And, and, and when you looked at that, And teams, they put out a weakened side. Remembering that if they was to beat Liverpool last night, right? The only teams of, you know, the big, the teams that were left in it, Middlesbrough, who they could definitely beat, Fulham, who they could definitely beat, and Chelsea who had not been on any yeah. great shakes right now, they could beat as well. A chance, a golden chance to win a trophy. And they put out a weakened side in that because you know why? They're more concentrated on the game at the weekend when they got Manchester United at home um, 12.30 kickoff at the London Stadium, right? Even though they're not really threatened with any sort of relegation or anything like that, they see that as a more of a priority than trying to win this trophy. But yeah, Liverpool it. even rested players as well. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, obviously the importance, it's more important to play that game on Saturday against Arsenal, go top. But I can more understand that because they can go top of the league and that. But in the case of West Ham, why are you playing a weakened side? And the reason being, they don't really care about this competition. Is I, I said it when I remember he was doing a watching them to win in Carabao Cup, and I said it, and people were like getting on to me. I said, "Yo, listen, they don't care. The owners, the the managers, they don't really care about this competition. I want to win it, but I don't really care either. Yeah, I mean, just, why should I? Because I know they're going to put out weakened sides and stuff like that." And you imagine when all these other competitions come in now with big money and big, they're dead. I always think with the, with the League Cup and all that, and I've said it for years now, if you get a hundred or, you know, you virtually, you know, you're going to go through. Like when we played West Ham, it was always going to be a difficult game because they was at home, they was going to play a few extra. When you're away from home, it just seems like, oh, well, we play a, a weekend side and don't really matter a lot, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I get that, you know, we, we, we went to a <coughs> game, didn't we? And we, when we come home, we, we weren't, weren't that bothered, no. were we, that we'd gone out, we, you know, there's, 
you know, you don't want to go out, but you do. You know, it ain't. It Twenty hurt. years ago, you would have been gutted. Yeah, I've been gutted. Like, yeah, I've had league, some of the league, greatest league cups of things that I, you wanted to win. Well, it was, it was only for me. Looking back at the league cup, the league cup was only important when we were banned from Europe. So one thing I remember, as soon as the teams were back in Europe, they started playing weakened teams. And if you actually look at the Wenger teams during our League Cup oh. runs, they're far stronger now. We play far stronger uh, teams now, first 11s now, than we ever did under Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger used it as a way to blood the youngsters, yeah, and that was purely it. Yeah, so it's and, not been a recent thing. And that, and that, was, that was saying to start, but for, for me, and it, going back to that, I had some of the greatest days in the League Cup. Yeah. Great against like Spurs. 87 against Spurs was was an unbelievable experience for yeah. for any. But that's for why we were banned from Europe. Yeah, yeah, it was. But then we but we then we went on and won it with the Charlie Nicholas two yeah. goals against Liverpool, which was a great cup final. You know, we had the heartbreak the following year, Luton. losing to Luton, that's coming out. That was one of the worst moments. One of my life. yeah, but it was a it was a tough tough moment at times. Yeah. You know, then then winning in '93, and we've not won it since 1993, and. There is something about it. I, I, I grew it's up. It's still a trip it. out to Wembley, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's good for the fans like um, you and I who are going to be have that doubt at Wembley. But here's the thing: the majority of fans aren't going to games because the game has expanded now. Yeah, it's expanded beyond North London, beyond London, beyond the UK, and that's one thing that my trip to Baku. Um, taught me that I was totally against that game being played in Baku. I thought this is ridiculous, them getting us to go so far. I mean, I couldn't get anywhere near Baku direct. It was such a difficult trip. But when I got there, it kind of enlightened me for the first time that the majority of Arsenal fans aren't from North London and don't normally get a chance to watch Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal fans are all over the world now. So unfortunately, it's not just about us. It's about yeah. a wider a, a wider fan base, which can only enjoy it for the majority of the time on TV. And that's, a, that's a great point. When you go back into the the 80s and, and that, it wasn't wasn't worldwide, was it? No. No. It wasn't and, worldwide. And that, and that, yeah, and that's yeah. what's changed. Just going back into the money part of it, I was just looking at yeah. this, right? So to how much money do you think you get for winning the Carabao Cup? I reckon it'd be less than two uh, million, wouldn't it? Less than two million, about a million. Because yeah. what, what was it last week you said to two, just to it, win that game it was against two, it PSV? Was two point four million. You got two point four million, and I was kind of mocking you a bit on that and saying, "Ah, oh, why are we just talking about the money you get for it?" But then when I look at how much money you get for winning, all right, to win the FA Cup, how much money? I, I, I'd say about two million for the FA Cup. Yeah, maximum. Correct. Yeah, two million for winning the FA Cup. So you get more money. money yeah, more for money. winning a dead rubber against um, PSV, right? To win the Carabao Cup, so you get 100 grand. That's Eddie, that's Eddie for a week. 100 grand, is that 100 all? grand, you get like, I think it's like 50,000 each stage you win, and 100, that can't be right, surely. But that's what he says here. Yep. I was just reading it on 90 Min's um, well, it's, it's website. A, it's a league. First round winners, 5,000. Second round winners, seven. Third round winners, 10,000. There you Fourth go, round yeah. winners fifteen, quarterfinals twenty five grand, semi finalists twenty five, runners up fifty, winners a hundred. Surely so, there's more to. There, so, so it's, it, it, it's no financial gain in winning those trophies. Do you remember it's, last it's, year, right? There was a game. Sorry to jump into yeah. you, right? There was a game in the Carabao Cup, right? And we were going to watch along to it. 
and it weren't on TV anywhere in the world. Yeah, well, I remember It was an that. Arsenal game. It was, it was yeah, not, I remember that. We couldn't even do a watch along to it. It was, no, it was not being shown anywhere in the world. Wow. Was so that, that the just Arsenal Brighton? Was that the Arsenal well, Brighton game of last year? We, we went out in the first might round, be, didn't we? Might be. Had to be the Brighton one. Right. So you just, you know, these competitions are dying. I, I, I feel that this will be the first one to go. Once that club yeah. thing comes in as well, that's will be the first one to go. And secondly, Can, you know, you, 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 FA Cups, that, that's going to be under threat as well. Like, did, did, did you watch the Man City game? No, I didn't. No, I'm not. I saw the highlights of it, but I didn't watch it. But in the club, you, oh, I'm not going to. I'm not really, really interested. Oh, is it, in is watching. it on? It's on. Yeah, no. Oh, but you know, know what? We, we, yeah, but what they're going to do with that competition now? They're going to play at the end of the season, and then there's going to be a load more teams involved summer, in it. So what they're talking about is that like, all the teams that have won the Champions League will be in it. Um, so they were saying that for us to be in it, we'd have to win the Champions League this year. But they're going to play, um, I think, 2025. You'll have Chelsea in it, City in it, Liverpool in it, Man United in it. You know what I mean? You'll have uh, the winners of the past winners of the Champions League from um, Spain and Italy and all that. And they will play in some uh, uh, they got location for it yet? I don't, I'm not sure. I think it's America. I think, are they talking America? I don't know. I'm sure where they're going to play it. But you know that Saudi bound or something like that. And that's the way football is going. And, you know, they're not thinking about fans. It's all about money. No, they are thinking about fans. They're not, they're just not thinking, thinking about, about fans, fans money. That, that go to the game. They're, they're thinking, thinking about games. fans money, not fans. Yeah, but they've always thought about from from when football was, you know, came came into existence. They've always thought about money. Well, no, it, 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 it kind of used to be the working man's game. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, but it was still about the money. They used, oh. to, used to, to charge to get in. There was always ways. I mean, back up to recently, the grounds were decrepit. And all they thought about was packing people in and, and getting their money. All that's happened is they're getting their money from a different source. It's always been about money. It's just about getting it from a different source. And now the majority of mm. money isn't coming from the fans that are going to the, the games. It's coming worldwide from broadcasting revenues. And, and, and the interesting thing is that Arsene Wenger, funny enough, said it the other day, because he works for FIFA now. Yeah, he? and he's pushing he, his club. He's pushing yeah, it because he turned around and said that uh, a tournament once every four years don't give them the financial gain that they that they need to to carry on like you know. It's so totally changed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's, he has, he's, he has yeah, changed. Now, he has changed because you know he was like, oh, for the less of it when it when it suited. Now he's saying it don't like. So that's why they brought in that conference thing, you know, like yeah. uh, <clears throat> in 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 Europe uh, for the, with the international team. So so the, they're you know now going to be a FIFA club thing. It is all to generate money. For FIFA, what yeah. it, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what football looks like in the next ten years. It could be that Premier League becomes like the Carabao Cup, where it's not really important. Could, could be. Well, clubs, do you know what really annoys play, me? You know, clubs. You know, you've got a game at the. You know, like say last weekend against Brighton. You know, yeah. it could be like you just put a weekend side out because you know you got in the, in during the week in the world in the Club Cup, you got Barcelona. Yeah, yep. and for the big prize of like. Yeah, five yeah. million a game or something like that that's where yeah, we're going yeah, but, man. but here's the difference that weakened team you're talking about it may well be weaker than the team that goes to play Barcelona but because of the massive massive revenues that come into Arsenal that weakened team will still be better than the mm. team we've but got now because we've got so much money but it has an effect all the way down the pyramid so you start to get weakened leagues and stuff absolutely. like that but yeah, yeah, you don't care about that. No, oh, no, I, I no, no, no. You, you, all you care about, you, you, you no, know, no, you're, you're I've, just I've, caring about the I've, money. But I've never what said. What about those teams? I have never said I don't care. What I'm saying is, if if I was running football, I'd run it differently. But I wouldn't be running it. I'd be running it for my own um, amusement 
and I your prefer, own amusement. Yeah, yeah because everyone. See, that's all, because, yeah. What be, about the fans? Because everyone does things for their own vested interest. Now, my favourite time. Well, no, to watch no, it, football's no, bigger than that. No, but football's the, bigger but than I'm that. Talking the, I'm talking about the reality. The reality is, people at the top of any organisation, whether it be politics, football, whatever, run things for their own personal. Gain. But so that's not what it should be about. No, it shouldn't be. If you're a politician, you're not supposed to run it for your it personal gain. It shouldn't be. It's supposed to be I'm, running but, it for the but people. What I'm saying is that it shouldn't be, but the reality is. No, but that has to change. I and mean, this is the attitude who, that you've got. And who's going to change it? Because that's what, a horrible attitude. Well, I, I, if I was at the top of football, be. I'd run it for my own amusement. But, but, you know what I mean? If you're I'm, at the top of football, no, no, hold on. You'd have hospitality, you wouldn't have cherishes, you wouldn't have If you're at the top of football, you're supposed to be running it. Yes, on the one hand, you want to make um, a financial gain, but also you've got a responsibility to the fans that follow the game. You have a big responsibility uh, to those people who for generations and generations have followed their football club, whether that football club be Arsenal or whether that football club be Grimsby Town. You have a responsibility to all of them. So that attitude, I'd run it for my own amusement. Yeah, I haven't said what my own amusement is. Well, what is your own amusement okay, so my own amusement is based on exactly what you've said, because I have been watching football, not for generations because I'm not that old, but I have been going to football for 40, 45 years, over, over 45 years. I would take football back to probably nearer what it was. There's certain things about football now, such as the pitches, the, the stadiums that I would keep. The facilities are much better, but the actual game I would change. I'd make it far more physical contact. Yeah, but we're that, not that, talking that, about that. that, that, that we're I not talking about those bits. We're but talking also, about, but also I would, with but you, you price the fans out. If you no, was in charge, no, you price no, fans no, out. Because I'd be pricing you'd be, myself, you, you'd I'd have, be pricing you'd have myself Arsenal, out. You'd have Arsenal playing Barcelona and those teams no, every week. I wouldn't. You, you would. No, I know you. I know no, you. You would. I wouldn't. I, I you'd would. be thinking about the. You'd be thinking about that dollar. But I, I'm not running it. As I said, if I was running it, I'd be running it for my own amusement. What I enjoy. What I enjoy. Most, I don't enjoy going to Barcelona. So we've discussed the reasons why. I don't want to go to Barcelona away, not because they're not a fantastic football team, because I can't see the, the game because I'm too far away. I'm not into, and I don't want to get up at, at uh, four o'clock in the morning and get, and get a flight there. I'd far rather go to Luton away and, and be able to go watch the game. I enjoy domestic premiership games far more than I, than I do Champions League games. But what I've been talking about isn't what I enjoy. I've been talking about what I believe the reality of football is. That's the difference. Yeah, and I, and I think the reality of football should be, of course, make money. Of course, make a lot of money, right? But some of that money has to go down the pyramids, right? So some of that money has to be distributed down that because remember the players come from the bottom they come from grassroots up so some of the money has to keep going down that pyramid so that it benefits all and I right and also the fan experience has to be a good like what you just said yeah. there the fan experience has to be a good thing and when you've got guys sitting in darkened rooms concocting these little things where they're all they're interested in is making a load of money they're not interested in the fans they're just like, oh, we don't want to get relegated. So what we do, we set up this new league so yep. we don't get relegated. And then we could just make loads of money between us. <laughs> and then all the other clubs, what about, you know, someone in the room says, well, what about uh, 
you know, Grimsby Town, what about Luton, what about Rotherham? What about them? Yeah. F them lot and go yeah. sort themselves out. So, that is where it's wrong. It is wrong. Completely I'm, I'm wrong. Not, and I'm, that's I'm, where I'm, I'm not, really against I'm this. I'm not arguing that it's wrong or right. What I've been saying is what the reality is. And the, and the reality... We've got to stop uh, that reality. Yeah. We've got to stop it. But, but how do you do that when all that the fans do is just go along with, with the UEFA narrative? No, no, no. And I, I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, right? Because UEFA, FIFA, listen, they, we, they've been, we've seen over the years some of the things they've done and some of the corruption and it's been proven in a lot of yeah. cases, right? So I'm not saying, but whoever these people, if they did come with a new Super League, right? It has to be something that is going to benefit football yep. and they benefit all of football. It can't just be benefiting the elite, right? Because that's not what football's been built on. Football's been built on fans it used to be a working man's game i know it's evolved i know it's changed and i agree with changes but don't forget about the people that have made this the great game the thing is with american football if you look at that american football they're very clever how they do it with american football by the way because they've got college football they've got other football to, to, to generate other sort of things with it but you can get to a stage where like, i follow um the washington um commanders now like you know mm. and they're a team with no ambition like, you know what I mean? Like, they're down the bottom again, year after year after year. And, and what it is for the fans, the fans start getting frustrated in the end because at the end of the day, they're, they're never going to be pushed. They're never being pushed to go and win something or whatever, like, because they're always going to be down the bottom because there's no relegation and things like that. And another thing is, and we, we've gradually seen us change. Whether we like it or not, we're going in, we are changing whether it be going into Super League or whatever, because all of a sudden, like, the Premier League come along and we've changed. We don't talk about, it's, we do it ourselves, you know what I mean? Oh, how many players have played in the Premier League for, for so and so? Never before we go now, the Football League. The Football League's finished. It was, it's a non-existent thing, like, no one cares. Uh, you know what I mean? But there was football before the Premier League. Mm. And, and eventually, it go to the Super League and they'd be going, well, what about the Premier League? It'd be, it'd be finished. It'd be finished yeah. because you know, and oh, listen. Growing up in as a, as a as a f kid as a fan, going to places like Ipswich Town was my first sort of like away game outside London. You know what I mean? Like, and I've always got a special thing about Ipswich because that was my first one. Then you know, Liverpool and you you, you expand mm. it. It gives you those sort of things. They're all going to be taken away from kids growing up in years to come, you know what I mean? Because I can tell you what what will happen, you know, it'll be like, I'll tell you what we're doing, no one's going away from home now, it'll be like, if you're playing Barcelona, Barcelona will be Spanish watching that game, like, you know, and then when it's over here, it'll be all, yeah. all the English. It might be, a, it might be a way in Riyadh. And, and, and yeah. you know, the TV side of it, Look at the boxing, look at the boxing at the moment, yeah. all, the, it's, it's, all it's, the big fights now happening in Saudi Arabia. And, and, yeah. Yeah, and that's bad for, for the three of us, because we are used to going to the games, we're used to having the experiences that, that Lee had, but ultimately the, the generations below us that are coming up, they don't have lives like our, like we have lives, they have virtual lives, which I think is sad, but they seem to be happier watching stuff through a computer screen or, or through exactly virtual that. reality. Getting you know, they put the, the headset, they, exactly. don't, they don't have this. Being now, taught it without even knowing yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of them, I mean, when I was a, when I was a kid, the biggest issues my parents had with me, or one of the 
the biggest issues was getting me inside. You know, you've got to be in at a certain, yeah. certain time. Now kids, you know, the parents are trying, you know, you need to go out. No, 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 I don't want to go out. Getting them out there. Play room. FIFA yeah. instead of going out and playing with their yeah, mates. Yeah, so, so, what, so what these organisations that are top are doing, they're catering for the changing, the changing market. I know it sounds like we're talking purely business, but the changing market is kids that don't want to go and have real experiences. People want virtual experiences. So the fact that the game's going to be in Saudi, and it probably is, I think sad, it's not for me. It wouldn't be for my amusement. My amusement is going to Luton away and everything around that. But that's not, but I'm not, and the three of us, it's, we're a dying breed. Mm. Someone said to me, which is a great point. It was, a, it was a, a, you know, what I mean, said said to me the other day, you know, we're going to Liverpool this this week, like, you know, what I mean, we could have gone Liverpool Wednesday, yeah. you know, what I mean, and, and and they said to me because they don't understand the, the the thing of it all. They said to me, do you ever get bored of going to Liverpool every season? Oh, right. <laughs> and I, I turned around and said, I oh, love. Yes, because yeah. we lose uh, yeah, all the time. Or, 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 or go, you go Manchester United, or or, or whatever. <clears throat> you go there every year, mm. but there's always. Yours buzzing. You're yeah. buzzing for it, and I, I, I can't understand. You know, if you look at it, if you're not in that sort of thing, if yeah. you like, you know, it's like you know, going to the same restaurant every week. You get, but there's something about when you go to the Emirates every other week. There's something about like I get a buzz going out of here and walking to the game. Yeah, uh, every single whether it be Brighton or ever like you know, and the same like I'm looking forward to going yeah. to Liverpool because you've got that anticipation. It's something that's ingrained in you, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, and even I don't want the, that taken yeah, and, away. And even the fact that we've had such a poor record for so long makes it more exciting Going because in. there's still a chance. Oh, if we win, you know, what well, let, like let, let's jump on, Let's jump onto that because we've spoken enough about his yeah. Super League thing now. Big game this Massive. weekend, just before Christmas. The TV companies, by the way, couldn't have had it even written this better. First versus second. Arsenal versus, well, I say first versus second. By the time they play that game, Aston Villa could be top. Because yeah. they play on Friday and they've got Sheffield United at home. And with their impeccable record this season at home, I mean, you'd expect them to smash yeah. Sheffield United to pieces. But who knows? We saw Man City last week drop points at home. We saw Liverpool last week who were expected to destroy Manchester United, not destroy Manchester United, and it ended up a nil-nil. The Premier League, that's what it does. But this game is huge for Arsenal. We haven't won at Anfield since 2012. But if we win that game, we go top of the league and it would be a huge statement, wouldn't it, Lee? I mean, this wow. would be a... We nearly pulled it off last year. We were 2-0 up. And remember, this is the scene of the crime. Yeah. From last year where we were 2-0 up. And I felt at that time when we were 2-0 up, there was a feeling inside of me saying, if we can hold on to this today, I think this is it. I think we're going all the way. Yeah, I did as well. And then we let it slip. And in the end, I was like, <laughs> looking at my watch saying, please, man, blow the whistle, man. They've had an onslaught on us, right? But what, how are you guys feeling ahead of that game? Can we win the game and go top of the league for Christmas? <laughs> Remember, I had to point this out to a Liverpool fan well, when I was speaking to him during the week. We didn't actually lose last year. It was no. a draw. We could have so won it at a, the end. And we yeah. could have won it right at the end. And that was a step forward for Arsenal because we have been getting battered up there year in, year out. But the teams now are very evenly matched. It's going to be a tough game. They put five, despite the little nil-nil thing. Thanks to a really, really poor West Ham, they played them right back into form with their 
shocking horror show in the Carabao Cup. Salah scoring, Sabosai scoring. It's going to be a tough game, guys. Can want, we do it? Do you want a little, um, a little good little feel factor? A little. Give me something. I'll give you a little good. Feel give me factor. something. Nineteen eighty nine, and that'll be the twenty third of May. Nineteen eighty nine. West Ham went up to Liverpool in the midweek. And lost five one, and we then won and then two. We nil. went up there and won two nil. Yeah, I mean, the right. only difference was that was on a Tuesday. So yeah, I looked as so, so I got all excited. It, it was, was it's a coincidence, though, like you know. Yeah. So there, there's a, there's a from, there's a good little fact for us. So you know, it can be done. I'm going to say this now, like last season, we was by far a better team than Liverpool. By far a better team than Liverpool. Didn't beat them. Though. And didn't beat them. And uh, in the end, could have lost it. Could have won it, could have, and ended up drawing it. I think <clears> the teams this season are, 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 are more more matched. So as good as good as we were last season, we couldn't go and beat them. So listen, it's going to be a very very tough go. I, I I'm going to say it now. I don't mind saying it now. I think if Arsenal go and win this one, I think it would be such a big confidence boost going. I think Arsenal could go on and win the league. I think if they don't go up there and and, and win this. There's still going to be those doubts whether Arsenal are are the real. Deal. You haven't gone away this season and beaten one of them. No, we've got one of them real tough places and won. We didn't win at Newcastle. We didn't win at Villa. They were close games. They were hard fought games. They were controversial yeah, yeah. decisions against us, but we didn't win. I, I always say this. Got to beat one of these, haven't we? Yeah, and and and, I, and when people say, "Oh, does it matter?" or whatever, yeah, it does because when Liverpool were much better than us, a few seats couple of seasons back and winning tight they'd come to the Emirates and they'd win Manchester City would come here and win I think Arsenal have got to go to one of these big ones and I, and, and that is a Manchester City or Liverpool at this moment Tom we, we, we've, we've failed at Aston Villa and get a result and, and go there and, and beat and, and it would send a message to Liverpool it would really send a message to them that you know that we're we are the real deal this, this season like, mm. I, I think that we're we are the real deal this season. I do think that, even though we're not playing as well as what we were last season, I do think we are. But I, I, I need a little um, confidence boost as well as a fan that we can go and Christmas place. Yeah, <laughs> and do you remember the last two times we've won the league, two thousand two, two thousand and four, gone to Anfield and won. Gone to Anfield. I think if I'm not saying very, very close to Christmas, when do you remember? Um, Van, Bron Van Bronckels got Van sent Bronckels. off and we were we went on and won that game. It was very, very close to Christmas, in and around Christmas, I know, probably about the same sort of time. And that gives us the... We was, if we'd have lost that game, I think we'd have dropped into about sixth place or something, but we ended up going second or top. Same as in, in the Invincible year, we was one nil down and come back and won. So go there and make a statement. Yeah, I'm... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not as confident. I was more confident. I mean, I've looked at Liverpool this season and I've thought, uh, I don't want to say because they, they say that the league doesn't lie, but the league lies less the longer it goes on. And we're still pretty early on in, in the league campaign. And I think apart from... halfway through when we play Liverpool. Well, it, we're still not near the end. And at the end of the season, I'm always a great advocate of the best team has won it, regardless of what you think on form. But we're still part of the way through it, and a lot has to do with the fixtures that you've played and also when you've played other teams. It, I think it all evens itself out over a course of a season. But I would have thought that Liverpool, looking at their performances, have been slightly lucky, apart from the, the, the Spurs game. They've got a lot of their points very late on, which again shows that 
that they can do it to the end. They've got belief in themselves. But when you leave it so late, you are leaving things down to a modicum of yeah, We've of, left a of lot of our wins late. We have. We have. And I think we've more deserved, and of course I, I'm biased, I think we've more deserved the position we're in than Liverpool. And you had, I mean, you both had last week this idea that um, Liverpool were just going to steamroll a Man United. And I, I didn't see it. And I think No, it, I didn't say that. Um, you, no, 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 no. Well, I, I, no. I think... I was, I was on a lot of shows last week well, saying that I think that game's going to be a lot closer. You, I thought Liverpool would win, I, I, I thought, but Liverpool I thought it was going to be a close game. Yeah, well, uh, all mm. I remember, one of the things I remember, at the end of my fan cam when I, I said that, um, that, that I thought Man United were in with a chance, you, you said that I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't win, did they? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, no, I said they were in with a chance. In with that's, a chance to all, do what? State, uh, in, in state what you mean then? Of not being yeah, beaten. But that's not what you said. Beaten. You said I, in with I, a chance, you, you, you're assuming that you, you're thinking they're going to win. Yeah, yeah well, well, actually... They were what, never going to win well, because well, they well, didn't go what, to win. Well, actually, what I said was Arsenal would be top at the end of the day, at which point you accused me of being drunk. I actually never thought Arsenal would be top last last week. I did think no. Liverpool would, yeah. would would win that game. So, so if, if got we lucky. so so if we come back to to Liverpool up to last night, I thought that Liverpool were slightly fortunate to be in the position they're in, and Arsenal were. You know, I mean, Arsenal have played right, well. State but where we're going to be at the end of. Can you state? He's like going around the house. Yeah, going around the house. Where are we going to be? I'm going around the house. Come Christmas. What I'm going to I'm going to tell you the answer. But I'm going to tell you the reasons for my answer rather than just come out. Yeah, but hurry up with it. You know what I mean? Because you're going right round the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't right round Luton, right round Luton. Let's get, come on, get yeah. there. I, th I think Villa are going to be top. So, so what I think do you it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a draw and Villa are going to win. I think Villa will win. Oh, I'm saying it now. Villa, Villa, Villa are favourites to, to be top. Uh, but whoever... You have to have a draw for Villa to be top. I, I, if Liverpool win, Liverpool top. Arsenal win, Arsenal top. Be, if it's a draw, I'm going to back us. You know, right? I'm I'm going to back us, right? Because I just feel that it's a bit like what you guys said, right? It's been so long since we've won there. Such a difficult place yeah, to go. I think it's to. difficult. You've got, to, cool. you've got to really respect them because they've just been got an unbelievable home form. It is an evenly matched game, but I do feel we've got a slightly better team. We have to turn up on the day. We should be fresh. Um, I know that it wasn't a very taxing game for them. It was almost like a, a, a morale-building training game for them yesterday, the way that West Ham played. But we're not going to play like that, are we? We've got to go up there and we've got to defend well. But if we go up there and we defend well, I do feel Liverpool are a team that give you chances. Despite as bad as, you know, West Ham played yesterday, they still yeah. scored. And I do feel we do have the players to take one of those chances. And I do feel defensively we're better than we yeah, were last listen, year Rob, players like Declan Rice in there with Saliba I don't think was Saliba playing last year no he weren't playing in when we played them last year no he's in the only thing that worries me left is back. the kind of the same thing that happened last year was that left back position which they exploited when Zinchenko oh, yeah. kind of switched off and they got that goal back and that's the only thing that worries me even actually both sides because Ben White as well as not yeah. really been as is, solid as he should be is there an argument in for recent playing games. Cedric then? Because, no, no, I wouldn't play because, Cedric. I mean, after his performance, I mean, this is what Dan said, people are so down on Cedric. No, that, he played that he, well in that he's, game. He plays well. He, he was a Portuguese international. I don't understand why people think he's that bad. 
I mean, no, but I wouldn't play him in this game. I, w I would still the, still the, be the playing. Thing is, the thing is, when you go to Cedric, and I say this now, uh, and I was talking about this yesterday, I've gone to Anfield thinking we might win with David Louise at the back, Cedric at the back. <laughs> You know, I mean, like Mustafi, and I've gone to those games thinking, oh, we might win. No, no, you've been praying. Like, yeah. like, you know, I mean, praying. Like, but now you go. But now I go there with Saliba at the back, Gabriel at the back, and we can win. We're not going there now. It's true because yeah. let's be real, right? Apart from last year, all the other years in recent times we've been to Anfield, I'm going there praying because I'm looking at their team and I'm looking at you know Mane, Firmino, oh, Salah. Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, you know what? <laughs> okay, if we don't stop them today, it's over. And we couldn't stop them with our defence. Our defence has been shocking. It was all over right? in 20 minutes. Oh, I remember but one year going up there and we, we was, we was four, 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 yeah. 20 minutes. For the first four, time, down. for the first time I felt last year when we was going up there, I was like, you know what? We've got a better team than them. I think we'll win this game. I actually went up there thinking, I think we can win it. And when Optimistic. We, I was optimistic. And when we was 2-0 up, I was like, Boy, I knew we could have a good game against these guys. Obviously, they came back. Such a tough place to go to. They lifted it. They came back, right? I feel it's going to be a similar game this time. I think it's going to be a really, really close game. We can come out on top, but we've got to be impeccable at the back. They are so good coming forward. Salah, to me, I, I look at Mohamed Salah. I think that this guy, there's an injustice around this guy that he's like one of the most underrated Premier League footballers of all time. I don't know why. People took people. You go. You go to a group of people and say, "Who's who's the? Who'd you say is one of the best ever Premier League strikers?" And they'll name out players, and they won't name him. And you'll say, "What about Salah?" Oh yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. It's, I don't know if it's because of just he's kind of a quietish guy or whatever, and he's not. He goes under the radar, but his goal scoring is phenomenal. If you don't lock him down, it's over. They've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, of course, who's playing well. They got they, they, And they're very good at shooting from distance, as we saw yesterday with yep. so boss yep. lying at. If we don't defend right, close players down, be on them, we've got problems. Yeah. But I think, yeah. sorry to cut you, I think last week was a very good warm-up game for Arsenal in playing Brighton. Yeah. A team that comes on to you and we nullified them. I think that was a good um, game to play ahead of this. And the biggest compliment for me is what he done yesterday, Jurgen Klopp. He rested players because he knows he's got Arsenal. I think a couple mm. of years ago, he wouldn't have done that. I, 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 I think we're always going to rest that. players for the League Cup. We, we, we had before. a League Cup game or before. I, re I remember <laughs> going there. They had with those playing us and then playing Man City on the midweek. And I think there was four or five one up against us and he took his players off for 20 minutes ago. Otherwise, it would have been a cricket score, like, you know what I mean? Mm. The gap now is completely... Not, it's not changed, but we've we've narrowed it, and I, I do think at the end of the day, like you know, Salah's not been rested that many. He don't get rested very often. League Cup, so he's a senior mm. playing and all that. Like yeah. he was rested yesterday. You know what I mean? Because he knows how big a game this. He knows how good Arsenal are. Yeah, he now. took Van Dijk off. He, 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 like, he, 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 he took Van Dijk off and normally played. He, he, he's always going to mix it around, but normally these big players are playing. And I tell you, the biggest thing that he said, he's come out yesterday and said about the crowd the Anfield crowd yeah that was very interesting I, I think that is you know I mean he knows that Arsenal is a is a big big yeah, game he's trying to rile them up he's trying to rile them up 
he's never done that before. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. He's slating the, the atmosphere there. No, he's having a go at the atmosphere. Yeah, really? he's saying yeah, we, yeah. Need to, we need to be up for this game. Yeah, because and, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, there was a lot of talk, despite the fact they've opened that new stand. Yeah. There was a lot of talk in that game um, against Manchester United that the atmosphere was really poor, right? You know, I mean, Gary Neville was saying it on, on, on the TV that it's like the quietest he's ever seen the atmosphere for, you know, a game Liverpool-Man United. So Klopp is obviously, he's being smart. He's trying to, you know, rile up the crowd and say, right, we need you guys behind. There's got to be noisy, this, that, because he knows, he knows this is a huge game. He knows the threats that we carry. Oh, oh, we oh, can beat them because Liverpool are not a bit like Brighton. They're not going to double up all over the pitch, and they're going to they they'll trust a lot of their players to go one for one, and we can get joy. Well, you, you say that Brighton did do that. Brighton, 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 Brighton you doubled up around, on the two both wingers. Of you were he turned around and saying, "Oh, Brighton will be open and all that." That like, like was far from open. Yeah, that's like, true. They, they did double was, up on the two wingers. Didn't yeah, they? Far I mean, from open. I mean, like, all they had was a lot of possession, and I used to get kind of sidetracked thinking the more possession you've got the, the more dominant you are in a game and that just reinforced me that I was completely wrong because mm. all they did was just it was like that FIFA game I've played I'm not very good at it but w when I play I kind of just play it around the back because it's easy you're not you're not really expressing yourself too much you don't have a chance to lose it and for me that's all Brighton did they had 51% possession they did nothing with the ball apart from that mm. one chance um, from Pascal Gross yeah and, and so I, you know if Liverpool, Liverpool, like for for instance, can Liverpool really, and and us to a certain degree, can we let Shinchenko go in the midfield, like Shinchenko go in the midfield? Can they let Arnold go in the midfield and let Martin Lilly have all that space no. out there? Or or, or so? It's going to so be a lot more cagey. Yeah, I gonna, think it's going to be a lot yeah. more cagey than what people think it's going to be like. I don't think that Arsenal are going to go gunno in this game, and I certainly don't think Liverpool are going to go gunno. Do you think we might have sort of approach it a bit like? Remember we played City. Little bit like yeah, that. Yeah, we I were a little right. bit more. We were a lot more conservative in that game in our play, weren't we? Yeah, I, I think that we and will. And that's how you win leagues. You have to adapt. And this is why Arsene Wenger, in my view, was getting it wrong so many times. He always said that he didn't care about the opposition, yeah. and you have to care. You have to play differently against Liverpool at Anfield than you do Luton at home. It's just it's yeah. a different game. And, and what I like about Arsenal at the moment, and, 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 and there was something about. Someone has looked at those the corners, for instance, and they kept piling in the near post, didn't they? All the time, yeah. near post, near post, and eventually they, 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 we, we got a goal from that. I don't, I remember, I can't remember what team it was now when we kept going short, and then, and, and eventually it worked. You know what I mean? And, and then there was against Fulham last season, piling it on Leno all the time. I thought, well, I kept doing it, and then eventually they scored. So that they, 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 I do think that. Mikel and the rest of the squad will be looking at Liverpool and looking at a weakness <coughs> and trying to exploit that. Like, and, I, and you're right, Arsene Wenger never would have done that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and I, I even it think like it was against his principles. It was, yeah, it was a little bit. It was more in his principles. Alex Ferguson, though, would, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, he would, and that's why he oh, come out on top more. Oh, I can't say it. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was thinking it, but, but yeah. I'll, I'll, let, I won't say it. Looking at some of the Liverpool's recent results, then um, let me look at the results at Anfield. Right, so look at when they score their goals as well. Sorry? Look at when they score their goals. They were very fortunate against Fulham. Yeah, they were. Yeah, there was the... And the Crystal Palace sending off. They were 1-0 mm. down against Palace until they got that. Yeah, yeah but that was off. away. Yeah. It was... um, but at home, the, the, the most recent one, obviously, was that 4-3 yep. against Fulham where they were losing 3-2. 
And actually, I remember speaking to a Liverpool fan and he was like, we scored like literally every goal in that game as a worldie. And he goes, but, but we've we had didn't. He goes, but we didn't we've play well. Not as many. Yeah. I think ours have been far more controlled. Beat Brentford at home 3 0. Um, yeah, I mean, their, their home record is good, right? You know, their home record. Have they, have they played any big boys at home? Who have they played at home? Uh, um, I don't think they have. We've played Man United. If not really. I mean, they had the. They, they, Man United, yeah. They had the, um, the obviously, the Merseyside derby at home, which they won 2 0. Um, and in. Yeah, so they've gone away at Tottenham and they've gone away West Ham. They're not really, yeah, they've not played a lot yeah. of the big boys at home. They did beat Aston Villa at home 3-0. Um, that was That's way early. back, that yeah. was in September. Mm. Um, you know, so, and a lot of the other games, you know, they've played some of the big teams, you know, they drew with Man City. Do you know, they, um, they are, listen, they, they are a team that gets the job done. You know what I mean? And remember that game against Newcastle, you know, the doubt of 10 men, they still won that game. You know, yeah, they've got oh, threats yeah, all over result, the pitch. Yeah. They've got, you know, up front, we all know about how good they are yeah. up front, even though they've been a slightly misfiring this season up front, but they still score loads of goals. I, I would say with a Liverpool fan, if you actually got an honest one, talked about it, they would have turned around last week and said, yeah, we're going to beat Man United. Yeah, we're going to beat Man United. Three, four years ago, they'd be going, yeah, we're turnover Arsenal, turnover Arsenal. I don't think a Liverpool fan would be like, 100% convinced that they're going to turn over Arsenal. They're, they're, they're confident they can beat us. But if you said, right, you put your ass on it, you know what I mean? Which I think they would have done a few years ago. I don't think they would now. Mm. Yeah, it, look, it's, I mean, I think any fan that's got any reality about them from Arsenal or Liverpool will say this game's going to be tight. That's why it's so difficult to call, which is why I said I think Villa will be top because Villa against Sheffield United is a lot easier to call than Liverpool against Arsenal. Do you go in the midfield with Havertz, um, Odegaard and Rice? Or would you go Rice, Jorginho, double pivot? No, Havertz starts for me. I think he, he's been one of our best players. It'd be, and, and do you know what? I think that at this moment in time, he's a goal threat where I don't think Martinelli, Martinelli, what, two goals this season? He's got mm. to pick up on that. Saka and, and Jesus are not firing as much as they were in, in goals as they were last season. And I, I think he's a goal for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd absolutely agree with that, that I'd start Havertz. But then for me now, the way the game's played, it's not all about you know the, the starting 11. And what I'd be looking to do is if we, if we get ahead and with half an hour to go, I'd bring Jorginho on because he'd be the perfect player to bring on to slow it down, to kind of dissipate that famous Anfield atmosphere because you want it quiet you, you want to nullify the game so I'd have him in waiting in the wings to bring him on for when we're when we're ahead okay score predictions I, 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 I'm going I'm 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 going to go like Liverpool one Arsenal two I, I just think that this is the time I really do I really do think that Arsenal will, will nick it Julian right, well my heart will always say and a, an away win by two clear goals, especially as what Lee very cleverly pointed out that um, West Ham went there and lost uh, 5-1 uh, the week before we went there and won 2-0, but my head says it will be a draw uh, and a probably a, a low scoring draw as well, because I think both managers are clever enough and astute enough to play differently and not play too gung-ho because of the fact that it 
both teams are, are so experienced and with uh, and threatening forward play. I think there'll be goals. Um, there always is in this game. But I think this is a, probably a better Arsenal than came there last year. I know it was a good Arsenal that went there last year. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 as well to Arsenal. I, I just feel that the addition of Declan Rice, the, 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 the wing-backs though for Arsenal have got to up their game. And I'm not arguing about going forward. Defensively, they have mm. to up their game. They're going to be under pressure for a lot of that game and they've got to have the concentration levels to their absolute highest. This is a game of the highest quality. We're playing, you know, one of the best teams around right now, right? If we're not, if those guys are not on it. But Saliba didn't play last year. We didn't have a rice in the team last year. I think those two make a significant difference to Arsenal and we'll pose a threat and I'm, I'm going 2-1. I'm going 2-1 to Arsenal. And if we were to win it, um, it'd be a fantastic um, Christmas present for oh, all of us. Yeah. I enjoy and Christmas a little bit more. I guess what we're saying is, uh, me and Lee are saying that we feel Arsenal will be top of the league for Christmas. You're saying Villa. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Villa, but I'm also saying it's very, very close to call. And, and I'm not talking yeah. about the, 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 uh, the Villa-Sheffield United game, it's about the Arsenal-Liverpool game. Would you take a point in right now, both of you? I would, yes. No, oh, I, 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 it's a funny thing, right? But would you have took a point last year when you're two 0 up? You, you don't. Yeah, yeah but you know it's not. I mean? he's, he's so beginning. I wouldn't be disappointed if we if we if we went there and draw. I, I always think there's three points on 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 offer. It, it, listen, it's not the end of the world if we don't we don't go there and if, it's not the end of the world if we don't go there and we lose. But. There's, there's three points on off a lot, you know. I think this is a big. I think it's more than three points for Arsenal this one. I really do. It, it I absolutely think. is more than three points because what it also does is stop Liverpool. Stop Liverpool. It also points. puts doubts that, in their minds. So that's, that's why a draw isn't the worst because it doesn't only give us one extra point. You can look at it; it stops them getting an extra two. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, you know, because I do think Liverpool will be there and thereabouts at the end of the season. But I, 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 I remember playing Liverpool a couple of years ago and they come down here. And I thought we could beat them, and they beat us. And I just turned around, and as I walked out of the ground, I thought, "Well, oh, yeah, they're a proper team, proper, proper title contenders. We're not, mm. we're not at it. We're not quite there. We're not this. We're not that. I want us to do that to them this time. I want them, them fans walking out of there, going, you know, what I mean, we're this, we, we still got a bit of a way to go before we can challenge again. Mm. And that's why I think this game's so, so important for us. Okay, well, massive game on the weekend. Um, don't forget to check out all the content here on AFTV. We've got Super Van Debates on it. We're also uh, going to be previewing that game. And on the day, of course, we're all going to be at the game if we get there in time. Hopefully. Like, this guy keeps moaning at me um, because I've got to do uh, Sky in the morning, right? Even though it finishes at midday, he's crying that we're not going to get there in time. We will be there on time. Don't worry about is, is that. that. Is that an absolute commitment? 100% commitment? Well, I can't. I don't, I'm not a, not a traffic um, person, am I? Yeah. But we should be. We should be good, right? We'll get you updated. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you updated. Yeah. Next well, week is yeah. going to be is going to be a lively show. I can tell you that now, like yes. Yeah. So, so if we happen to be doing fan cams from the M6, then. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be at the game. All three of us, right? We're really looking forward to travelling up to Anfield. Um, so, well. Me and him, I'm not too sure about him. Well, look, I'm, I love it. It's my favourite favourite way yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Do they love you though? We can't please all the people all the time. Remember those comments? Mm. 
Well, I've done. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure, I should have bring them up. Sorry, up, whipping yeah. it up. I'm not whipping it up. No. no, no. Listen, I, I, I always like going to to, to Liverpool because the fans are great up there. Um, so really, really looking forward to that game. Um, on Saturday we were doing a big watch along to it as well. Last game before Christmas, can we get the ultimate Christmas present by winning at Anfield for the first time since 2012? Julian, Lee, thanks very much. Happy subscribe Christmas. Subscribe here. Everybody. Yep, subscribe here, of course. Apart from Julian. To AFTV. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to everybody watching the show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie, and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion, brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.